0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm the guy with the dragon tattoos. I mean, I'm Alex. And this week, we're talking about Iron Man 3. Yep, we're moving into phase two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not exactly with a bang. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got really excited because we got through Avengers, and we we're like, yeah, I think from here on out we're, it's pretty smooth sailing. You know, maybe one or two, and then we we're like, wait, this well, movie. Well, let's go ahead and say we don't vehemently hate this movie like no. some,
1: some online no. weirdos do. Just because they they didn't do the right Mandarin, yes, the the quote unquote right way, um, that's not that's not why we have issues with this movie, and. it's funny i remember walking out of this when i first saw it (laughs) thinking to myself yep i like that more than avengers
0: (laughs) yeah of course my mind has changed since but Uh, this that's i think that's more the deal is that we both were under the impression we liked this movie more than we ended up liking this movie
1: yeah so it's just very strange yeah but at the same time not strange enough yeah i don't know Yes. So weird. It's a it? movie that does not
0: know what it wants to be. It's a contradiction. Yes. So walking contradiction. And this is the first movie too that I feel like I don't know well, we can discuss the the overall place of this movie in the MCU because so far I feel like this might be the most forgettable movie we've done in terms of impact on what's come after. Incredible Hulk i mean yeah but that that movie actually it's still an origin movie for the hulk and like they get they reference that quite a bit they also Obviously general ross they also back. reference iron man three a few times i guess i don't know i just feel like this movie kind of just hides it blends in with the oh yeah the mcu that thing yeah it just kind of sneaks in and then people don't remember it except for the mandarin thing so that's fair it's interesting um, so
1: Iron Man 3 directed by Shane Black also known for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Nice Guys sure, which are both better movies than this and I highly recommend them not to say that this is a bad movie necessarily but I, I those are both yeah. like really good movies interesting I, I, I have not seen either of them I genuinely love both of those so go check them out because <laughs> I know definitely with Nice Guys nobody saw it <laughs> And pe- people people were complaining like, oh, why don't why why don't we gotta constantly get all these franchise movies from Hollywood? Why can't we see anything original? Because you guys don't go watch the original
0: <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we sn- we we drew you in with a, a, a spicy podcast about Iron Man three. This is actually going to be a rant about how you should support uh, independent films and you know generally like less block. That's that's all we're going to be talking about this podcast
1: because they're just better. Correct. They're always just
0: better. <laughs> all independent films and all you know, small budget, like less than you know, let's let's say like like the maybe the 10000000 million dollar range, you know, under under that. Level, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, they're all all better than any movie above that range. Any movie made by the major studios, like that's. Yeah. Literally, that's the the dividing line. Yeah. You might yeah. as well not even watch, the the ones above that because they're crap.
1: They're not. Films. That's that's why that's why like all all the the Christopher Nolan's very early work is much better than
0: like the other eighty percent of his work. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> his best film is actually Insomnia, and I bet you haven't seen Insomnia. I haven't even seen Insomnia. Watch it be like and that? And that's that's the point we're getting at is that no one's seen it. So I, I have a feeling the Insomnia budget is like thirty million.
1: It's like completely. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm to check on but um iron man 3 directed by Shane yes. black from 2013 that was a weird tangent this the same summer as the wolverine and man of steel it has an 80 percent
0: critic score and a 78 percent audience score at some point we need to just go down year by year starting with what it, blade came out in 98 99 98 we we should just because it was literally a year after Batman and Robin, people acted like there was
1: a huge dry spell of superhero movies after that.
0: Well, there. I think Batman and Robin just kind of felt like a dry spell. Yeah. <laughs> you watched it and you aged twenty years and you're like, oh god, superhero movies are dead. No,
1: no, no. You you age <laughs> at the end of the movie. You feel like you're you've got Alfred's disease. Correct. <laughs> um insomnia had a 46 million dollar budget <laughs> okay so that movie's crap all right now i'm, I'm gonna check the <laughs> memento budget
0: a memento was 9 million there you go okay so memento is <laughs> that's a life hack you don't actually have to watch the movie or like look at reviews or anything or like form any sort of thing you just look at the budget and then you you line them up you rank them and yeah. then that- you just look at the ranking and that's the, that tells well, except, you the directors there's a
1: loophole anytime the studio doesn't actually disclose the budget because they don't want to tell you how much money they wasted on a piece of crap I mean a film yes th- that's a loophole those true. those are those films are fair game true you can actually
0: judge those films and you can um, say these movies are excellent yes actually you're legally required to. <laughs> especially if you get checks from Disney. that's what
1: made this country great gosh darn it. Anyway, Tyler, what's your best thing and your worst <laughs> thing
0: about Iron Man Trace? I'm going to say that just what Iron Man, the fact that you can call it Iron Man Trace. That's the best thing about Iron Man. No, um, it's, very, it's very weird.
1: At the very end of the credits, I think you were looking at your phone while this happened. Um, at the very end when it says the title, it says Iron Man 3, but the 3 is spelled out. Mm-hmm. It's not the number. It's just the word three it's very odd okay
0: good i don't know (laughs) um yeah no my best thing about this is ultimately that's my worst thing by the way okay that's fair (laughs) um my best thing about this is ultimately tony stark's arc It, it doesn't feel like a complete like he's you know he started here he got here Okay, it does kind of feel like it doesn't feel like he goes through a progression necessarily, as it does. He goes through an experience, and then at the end of the movie, he has a nice monologue where he re- reevaluates everything he's just been through, and then it's like, okay, I've, I've come, I've gone somewhere. I've, you know, this this experience has changed me, um, and I think that especially they, they reuse you know the I am Iron Man uh, line, you know, at the end, the kind of. The, the mirroring the echoing of the end of the first movie only now it's he's saying that he is the Iron Man because he's been through this, this experience and realizes that it's not about the suit it's about him I think that's a really powerful that's a really cool theme that's a really cool through line for this movie bad not in the Iron Man suit enough <laughs> bad
1: it's the same as Dark Knight Rises not in the Batman suit enough terrible yep. for that reason alone that's actually my least favorite thing about Green Lantern as well he's not in the green lantern suit enough. actually i think that's a very good argument for that movie (laughs) if you're going to be dumb schlock like green lantern at least have him in the suit fighting aliens
0: i don't i don't remember green lantern in the slightest that's for the best actually also my least favorite thing about insomnia (laughs) (laughs) al
1: pacino's not in the batman (laughs) costume enough yes then robin williams isn't in the joker makeup
0: enough yes
1: um and Hillary Swank's not in the Catwoman costume Just
0: enough one of the strangest Batman movies it really is I don't know why they give Batman Begins after that Yeah That's yeah. <laughs> so my worst thing about Iron Man 3 um, The movie Feels Like it doesn't care A lot of the time I think that's the best way I can put it. That's a very mean thing to say, I guess, but cuz obviously I'm sure Shane Black and a lot of people but and obviously like every, all the the actors gave give generally pretty solid performances in this movie. It's I think this movie it's like I was just saying it very much feels like the red-headed stepchild of the MCU. Um almost maybe of this phase as we were kind of looking laying that out cuz did this... you refer to Thor the Dark World as that in a previous episode? No, I referred to Incredible Hulk as that. Okay, right. I think. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also may have said that. Maybe there's two red-headed step... Maybe well, phase two is the red-headed stepchild. Well, now there's three, apparently. <laughs> yes, that's... It's a triplet. It's fine. It's um, it's the red-headed
1: stepchild of Marvel Trilogy. Yes, that's correct. The box set will be sold
0: at a Target near you. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> there is a box set somewhere at Target or Walmart. It's one of those, like, four-disc collections that has Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World. No, there and, and, I'll raise you. There's a
1: box set of like a bunch of Fox Marvel movies. So it's got like the the two Fantastic Four movies with Jessica Alba. It's got like Daredevil the theatrical yeah. cut and and uh Electra. Yeah. And it's just the the most depressing thing. <laughs> this is this is the hopes and dreams of the early 2000s. It's just like if anybody bought that, I'm just, Can we can we get them
0: refunds? Is it too late for that? When did Fantastic Four two come out? Two thousand seven. That really is the strangest franchise. Like <laughs> in that set, just where I it think that's up. I. I think
1: we can define that as a
0: non-franchise. Yeah, the, but it's just like the fact that that they tried that. I don't know. That's, that's there are three. Technically four if we want to do throw Roger Corman one. There are. That's yeah. <laughs> let's let's do it right now. Let's go watch them. They're and, all uh, varying <laughs>
1: degrees of blah 2 yes that's
0: the worst thing I've ever watched speaking of blah, Iron Man 3 uh no it's I don't know I feel like specifically with this one it's not because it's a bad movie necessarily obviously people get worked up about some of the the choices they make um, we'll talk about that and sort of the comic influences and that sort of thing um it's not necessarily a bad movie in the way that kind of like or the dark world incredible whole car because those are kind of the ones people point out they're like oh those are the bad ncu movies right um but this one like the it feels very generic there's just a lot of elements and it feels like they try to do a little bit with it and they try to make it feel like the first two movies and it just doesn't really come across like that it has a lot of tonal issues it really is not a movie that has a focus or momentum or knows where it wants to go with its things. It it like I think that monologue at the end that kind of wrapped everything up like like he literally says, "I guess to wrap everything up in a nice bow or whatever." Yeah. That quote is that monologue kind of pulls the movie back for me and makes it a little like, you know, that that pulls it up a little higher and makes me be like, "Okay, we they they did have an idea here and they you know, yeah. this character did go somewhere in this movie, but there's just a lot of non starter stuff in this movie that doesn't need to be in it and should probably have been completely reworked into something that's a more straightforward, efficient narrative. I don't know. I'm just not that's I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, I'm really not. That's fine. It's fine, I'm not
1: really feeling it either. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, my favorite thing or my best thing is is the kid. It's it's Harley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty Simpkins, I believe his name is. Interesting. One of the kids from Jurassic World. Yes. He's hilarious in this, and it's great because you know a little kid shows up in the movie, and you expect it to be like Jake Lloyd or or Edward yep. Furlong to a certain degree, and it's just like oh. Yeah. Oh, it's this kind but of But it ends movie. up
0: being kind of like... Not to say The Terminator 2 is bad. True. Because, hey, go back in the store a review. But but Edward <laughs> Furlong is not great in that movie. But in this um, movie, it ends up being like a nice breath of fresh air. Like, oh, we're slowing down for a second. Well, we're trying to kind of... Be, well, it it
1: doesn't go to a schmaltzy place mm. like you would expect. Like, he, he goes, oh, my father left me, whatever. And, and Tony Stark, like, immediately just, like, brushes past and it's like, that's not important. Stop yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Um... One of, the, one of the best moments of the movie is um, when, when uh, Harley's trying to beg him to take him with him on, on his adventure and uh, he goes I'm cold oh I know you're cold you know how I can tell because we're connected and then he just drives off and, the, <laughs> and then he goes that's worth a shot yeah. like the kid like he, he felt very natural he didn't, yes. it didn't feel stilted it didn't feel like a wooden performance yeah. like they were just feeding him lines and he was just saying them yeah. like, monotone it felt like a kid it felt like a real kid mm-hmm. and I wish he was in more of the movie which I never thought I would say right like when it, when he shows up very briefly um, like when he frees all the armor so it can go fly and help Tony when he's captured it's like oh hey he's back Yep. and then at, at the end when he goes back to, to his little shed or whatever and he sees that Tony gave him all this
0: nice new stuff
1: it's a great moment mm-hmm. got the little Dora the Explorer watch
0: Limited edition. However, However, uh, you're overlooking the fact that we kind of got rid of some of his screen time for the very, very important introduction of Gary. And Tony needs Gary. And Gary needs Tony. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, what's your worst thing about this movie? Did I even
1: have a worst thing figured out?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not you. Her- I thought <laughs> I had something.
1: Um... I'm gonna say your worst thing is Gary. <laughs> it might be, in all honesty. I'm I'm thinking either Aldrich Killian or the some of the comedy.
0: Yes. Um, Can I go with both? <laughs> sure. Is that cheating? D- d- uh, d- 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 we're not sure. Yeah. No. 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 They... no,
1: no. I, I know. I know what my 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 worst thing is. Um, just how Rebecca Hall gets absolutely nothing to do, and yep. she maybe has one of the more interesting characters in the movie just based on what we know about her and then she's just offed and I feel like that it would like we were talking about and apparently there's a whole thing about how Shane Black I don't know if he wanted to make specifically her character the main bad guy at the end but he wanted a female bad guy and for some reason Marvel some of the higher ups or maybe Disney I don't know they told him not to do it yeah so that could be an explanation as to why Aldrich Killian
0: is just kind of a wet blanket and I don't care about him very much But Uh, at the same time, like, clearly this was, if that was a decision that was made, that was more than far enough along in this, or more than early enough in the scripting process that they were able to completely, you know, shoot a different movie, so they should have had some answer for that, I don't know. My
1: point is, I find her vastly more interesting than Aldrich Killian, and she gets hardly anything to do.
0: Yes. Um, And And also just, in terms of actresses, Rebecca Hall's pretty amazing. This movie is... Yeah, this movie is frustrating because I feel like I could just sit here and list off... Just not rattle say the guy, Not to say the guy Pierce is, is a bad actor. Right. Like, he's he's but, a good actor.
1: I... I but know. but I feel like I Maybe could just... I, I'm just always thinking of no. him in the old man makeup in Prometheus and then I don't want to th- think about it because I don't want no, to Prometheus. No, I, I, I
0: agree. I, I think he specifically feels like he's kind of trying to pull off this... Uh... Why am I blanking on this? Joker from The Dark Knight. Heath Ledger, um joker type thing like it almost feels like he's he's there's little hints of that where he's trying to be like kind of demented and weird and, yeah. and kind of like i don't know it, it feels got, like he's trying to he's put on more some, of a spin than yeah he's
1: the, got he's got a couple of slight quirks to him yes where it's just like oh he's he
0: seems he's slightly off yeah um and it's not very effective <laughs> not because it's a bad performance but just there's not enough room to go there within the confines of the script um Yes, I want
1: to change my answer again. Okay, I'm not sure because I really don't like just the extremist stuff as a concept yep. either. I don't, and that's exactly what I was I'll, I'll say. I'll, I'll stick with the Rebecca Hall stuff. I feel like yep. if if we had had a better villain for the third act, then I, I yep. Oh, yep. yeah, okay, yeah, but that's that, with
0: that. that feeds into my point is the fact that this movie does not have a lot of stuff, that it's like, oh man, that's just terrible. But it has a lot of stuff where I'm like. I could literally sit here and list them out and say this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing, and this thing all probably could have d- been done much better by either removing some of these or yeah. rearranging them or setting them up. In the- it's one of those movies where you just want to immediately start restructuring it. Yes. Like everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a Lego set that's been built wrong. You just want kind of want to take it apart
0: and be like, this is this... – no, no. Here's no. <laughs> how like, like, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Man, I don't – I don't even know where to start with this. Let's there's... start with Gary. Okay, we'll start with Gary. I think that's a good that's a good like highlight of the kind of weirdness that's in this movie. I think this is the first like
1: uh, like a lot of people complain about Marvel movies and they're like they're always too funny, there's mm-hmm. too much humor, blah blah blah. It gets in the way of the emotion. It gets in the way of the emotion. I think this is the first time where that
0: really becomes a problem. Yeah. Because the first, the Phase 1, it's very, you know, oh, it's positive for the most part. Like, it's all about these uplifting heroes, and they're coming to Earth. And, like, for the most part, they're they're coming to terms with something. And even when we look at something like Iron Man 2, the tone is not perfect no. by any means. But there is a general, like, I don't know. It, it feels like... Well, not,
1: like Iron Man 2, it, it was the whole thing about they're not doing Demon in a Bottle. Yes. But they they don't actually have it be a plot point that he isn't he's an alcoholic. Yes, it's just like oh he gets drunk and parties sometimes. Yes, in this movie Tony has PTSD, and half the time it's treated like a joke. Yes, and then, yeah yeah I think that's, and then that's we the point. get
0: Gary, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: who just shows up out of nowhere when Tony's... it's just
0: a scene. It's really not as big of a deal as we're making it out to be, but no, I think but it's it, an important uh, thing to highlight.
1: It highlights just the weirdness of the humor. Yes, so so the. Alright, let's, let's give some context here. So, Tony's on his own in Tennessee, or... Yeah, I, get, I think he's still in Tennessee at that point. He's trying to hack into AIM to try and figure out some stuff about what's going on with them and how it connects to the Mandarin. So, he finds this... Uh, it's a beauty pageant that's going on, mm. and there's a bunch of news stations there. Uh, so, he sneaks into one of the, the news vans, yes. and he's starting to hack into it. And Gary shows up, because he works there, and he's on his phone, and he goes mom i have to hang up something very magical is happening right now Mm. and i'm and i'm immediately like oh no (laughs) cut the scene and then apparently he he's he is kind of obsessed with tony stark and he's designed his look after conveniently and he's got a weird tattoo that doesn't actually look very much like him
0: and it's and tony like just makes fun of him and then like it's just a weird scene what is what is he what does tony end up accomplishing by doing that he gets gary to like boost like he goes on top no, no no but what does he get to what does he accomplish by being in the news car something <sighs> about hacking into ironman's i think should... he's
1: able he at first he looks at the footage to find out what's right. up with, with right, the right, extremist right. Yeah, stuff yeah. and then i think he also figures out where the mandarin is being kept okay that makes sense so that sends him on his way to florida
0: yeah um it feels like we could have had a cute scene with him and the kid yeah and you know the kids and not gary like him trying going in going in with the theme of him trying to work with like kind of bare bones just trying to figure his way through i feel like it well let me finish i feel like it would have been a good to have a scene with him where like the kids got like a an an old like desktop computer that's running like windows 98 or something like that and then like he has to figure out how to like hack into Aims hardware or whatever. Like I feel like that would have been a fun thing, something and something more. The kids talking and like yeah, something along those lines. And instead, I agree. We get this weird scene with Gary. I don't like Gary. Goes nowhere.
1: <laughs> it's not quite Doctor Kafka levels of hatred. No, because it doesn't
0: do anything in the movie. It's just like wait, that what's the scene? But but it's it's I don't like Gary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but
1: but we do get a nice Stanley cameo when he's at the beauty pageant and he's giving the score of yep. ten to somebody.
0: Yep. Fun. Stanley gets a lot of weirdly uh, sexual. Sleazy, sleazy, sexual uh, yeah, like, like, in, like in Deadpool. Movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fascinating.
1: <laughs> who, it, who does he call? His, uh, and now, the fabulous Chastity!
0: <laughs> anyway, that's a better movie than this. Yeah. It knows what it wants to be.
1: Yeah. Um. Do, do we just want to go ahead and, and take care of the elephant in the room, which is the Mandarin twist? And then sure. we can leave that into the sure. villain stuff. Sure. I don't care about the Mandarin twist. Inherently, that's not a problem for me.
0: Yes. And this, one, in this movie specifically, I think that the Mandarin is a character that you could make work in the way that the movie kind of presented it. Yeah. This movie could not have pulled off the Mandarin as, like... This huge, awesome villain, the terrifying villain that's super intimidating. Just the structure and the idea. They couldn't have done the magical element at all. Yes, yeah, they they just were not. Is it magic or alien technology
1: or both? Oh, I don't remember. I think it's supposed to be magic. Okay, it might be. I'm really not sure. They might have been able to swing it if it's alien technology, but even then, still pushing it.
0: Yeah, this. It's a thing that somebody could have done, but it was just not the the vision that the, the, everyone who made this particular movie had in mind. Also, like, I've
1: never read any Iron Man Mandarin comics, which is partially why I don't feel the need to complain about the Mandarin yes. twist. I'm looking at you, most of the fanboys <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. Um. So just, like, I, I don't I don't really care. Like, I don't... I, like, I have I, read... I've, I've, I've always thought the Mandarin's just a very weird villain to be fighting Iron yes. Man in the first place. Correct. It like uh, feels like a Doctor Strange I, villain, I, right? I, yeah,
0: I mean, I, 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 I've read a few comics with like Iron Man Mandarin comics. I might, I kind of want to spend this conversation real quick into a quick deep dive in the weird comics influence on this movie as well. Um, while we're at it, yeah. But the so the, I don't really get the Mandarin all that much. Um, I've read some comics where Iron Man fights the Mandarin, and it's like. It just does not work... The, the Their their relationship in the comics doesn't really apply or make sense in terms of this cinematic universe. Um, he is a, a fairly... Could be at least seen as a fairly offensive stereotype of Chinese, like, old man, evil man... I don't know. It's i think there's a way i think there's definitely a way you could update this character Uh, i think it's really interesting that they they had him kind of be this uh middle eastern terrorist that's kind of the the shift they took with that and the the angle they went yeah but like I, i don't know i just don't know for one i don't know how you do that in a movie these days two this movie, if he ended up being the Mandarin and it just ended up with him being some big fight with the Mandarin, it would have been very, very boring. <laughs> the, this movie, it gives, the, the little twist there gives some breath of life into this movie when it's getting to the point where it's very like, okay. Well, plus Ben Kingsley is just funny. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. It's a like, di- that's the one section where
1: I'm just consistently laughing at all of the jokes yeah. and aside from the little bathroom joke because that felt like a beavis and butthead type joke <laughs> that didn't belong in this movie yep. i felt like this movie was like a lot of things was too good for the, that yeah. um that no. that was just a very low brow
0: yeah bad joke yeah there it's uh, but overall though i think i think making doing the twist there because going in the movie i was thinking about it and i was kind of like you know it is weird because it's we already know that You know, Aldrich Killian. We already know that he's the villain, or he is a villain. Yes. So it's not all we're doing is removing a villain. We're not like switching him out with somebody else. Yeah. Um, the, I think that it actually is fairly effective though because it's kind of like, oh, here, let's take this in a slightly different direction and kind of like, yeah, you know, not make this just like, oh, here is the big bad evil dude, and then we got to beat him up.
1: At least it doesn't have the problem of having too many villains. Like, I'm thinking like yeah. what, what if we got to like Batman Returns and it turns out the penguin is a genuinely good person and so like it's like a villain removed like yep. we have <laughs> yep. and that's like a huge twist of like oh this this guy
0: looks like a monster he's actually not a bad guy at all yeah exactly um, I think it's also kind of fun I don't know if there was any controversy about this during the casting and leading up to the movie I don't remember um, but just the fact that he is a white dude and like ben Kingsley
1: played Gandhi in that really? biopic that's, that's true I
0: don't know what the rules are anymore true true. but still true. I just think that that's funny That, but just like,
1: that I
0: think it's from the 70s I think that makes sense we'll see but that's the 70s yeah the, I, think, I think that's kind of fun that it's like I, I bet there is some controversy about like I can't believe they're casting him he's supposed to be like a middle eastern guy and then it's like oh that makes sense um yeah I don't know overall not super upset with it Um, i do wish they played that into something else like i think if if there is this alternate version of the movie where rebecca hall was like the villain and then you ended up that she actually had like magical powers or whatever and like i feel like that would have been like a what like a a twist that maybe would have been a little more interesting just something gandhi is from 1982 interesting okay still that yeah
1: that plays more um directed by richard attenborough okay jurassic park connection get another one
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know the i, I want to kind of address just the general weird comics mishmash that this movie grabs um because i think i praised this in a few recent episodes about how marvel has done a pretty good job in these this cinematic universe of just grabbing little bits and pieces and elements of the comics and using them without necessarily like being like we have to stick to this particular script um, but this movie is kind of weird because they grab elements like, um, the Iron Patriot who in the comics is Norman Osborn, like taking over the shield kind of, it's the storyline of the Dark, dark, dark uh, rain storyline, Norman Osborn becomes the Iron Patriot. And then here they just use it as a repaint of the War Machine suit, which is kind of interesting. That's one of the changes I think. Actually I think looks I think it's fine. Factible. I think it's fine. It's just an it's it's one thing. Then there's the extremist stuff, which I believe the extremist stuff in the comics does sometimes work similar to what's portrayed here, or like that. There's elements of that in the storyline. I've read the, the storyline, but I don't remember it super well. But the, kind of the ultimate point of that storyline, in in a lot of ways, was to get Iron Man to where he had like the subdermal suit suit stuff. Yeah. And so. And I remember that's what people were kind of like freaking out about going up to this movie. It was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be that, and it's exciting. And he kind of does, but that? but that already happens like at the beginning of the movie. That he's just like, I did this, and it's not gonna. And then, to and then, extremists just has nothing to do with anything for the rest of it. It's just like, oh, people go hot and they blow up. This, this might just be a weird thing I was thinking while we were watching it. It
1: felt like something that would that would fit more in an X Men movie. Yeah, almost like I'm imagining like Stryker building a military program where he tries to give. Yeah you know semi-mutant powers to soldiers that way they can go fight mutants
0: yeah i think the concept overall is very overdone and kind of boring but it it, on top of the fact that i agree that it would fit in something else yeah better than it would here i just it's kind of an odd
1: like it's just a weird mishmash when all the iron man shoot suits show up and then they they're just fighting these weird semi-mutant type people yes i don't know
0: i'm it felt (laughs) it felt weird felt weird yeah and then there's the, the deal with like the, there's the um the idea or in the the comics at some point Pepper Potts becomes rescue That's she has like a rescue suit it's, like female Iron Man suit yeah and like I feel, I, I feel like I remember at least that that was kind of hyped up like oh maybe she's gonna like get to do that and then like she uses the arm at the end and she also gets some extremist stuff that gets immediately pulled away yeah and that's about it i don't know it's just it's it's weird little elements here and there where it feels this movie feels by far what we've done the most influenced by recent comics except for maybe the avengers with uh, the ultimates now i haven't read the ultimate so i'm not sure about that i know that that is like especially like the Chitari and that sort of thing um had a lot of influence in there but for the most part i feel like these movies have mostly been like self-contained like it's just like this is the storylines we are going with we might draw on like obviously the origins of these characters and like the classic comics but this one this movie just feels weirdly influenced in a lot of ways by the way comics were at the time that this came out or like in the time leading up to when this came out i just found that very odd what year is this again 2013 yeah okay yeah i I don't know just confused generally
1: i don't like the weird fake out with pepper at the end yep. I also just think it's weird that we give her the extremist powers like I guess, that's that's an interesting idea just as you know to try and mess with Tony and to try and get him to work on your side or whatever on top of there's just the weird creepy sexual tension that Aldrich has yes. towards Pepper no. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know how to feel about that but then there's just the fake out where she dies not really. And then she just has powers yeah. and she kills Aldrich Killian and then they just remove the powers. <laughs> like, yeah. like it feels like felt
0: like a lot of non starters. <laughs> uh, exactly, yeah. That, uh, there's just a lot of that. Yeah. Um Christmas. Do we want to talk about Christmas? Yeah. You had a very, very like eye opening epiphany
1: like, during this movie that, that I 100% share.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, watching this, so... It's set around Christmas time. Because that's a Shane Black thing. The finale of the movie is, like, the climax, I guess, is on Christmas Day, I believe. That's what because Because Iron Man says it's Christmas. Uh, take him to ta- church. Yeah, take him to church, whatever. Which is a weird line. Yeah, um... a lot of very strange lines. <laughs> and...
1: Tony needs I mean, Gary,
0: there, and Gary needs Tony. Correct. Uh, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you got that. I'm glad you understood the point of the movie. There, <laughs> that would be great. If if Gary does the narrating for the rest of the movie, and he says that at the very end, he's like, "I'm now Iron Man." Oh, it's just it's a movie about this psychotic like stalker slowly. Yeah murdering tony stark and doesn't, taking over his life doesn't
1: that sound more interesting
0: <laughs> it does it does <laughs> I'm not saying better i'm saying more interesting um but yeah there so like at the beginning of the movie he's playing christmas songs on the the the, the, the record player by the way where's the acdc yep come on there's no acdc whatsoever um he's there's christmas lights shown every now and then it's cold in tennessee there's just like it's, it's just every now and then it's like oh by the way this is Christmas even though this movie came out in like May yeah um I realized at some point that I feel like this movie should have been set around the 4th of July because Especially
1: with all the political
0: stuff, where it's there's like, a ton of political terrorist where, where they're, they're, patriotic where stuff. Where the
1: Mandarin's whole angle that's being fabricated by Aldrich, of course, but but it's like it's attacking American ideals yeah. and like how fake American culture really is. Yes,
0: and of course there's the Iron Patriot suit and the fact that yeah. that gets taken over and, and how they, they they put the
1: president in in that suit at the end and they're going to kill him on on, yes. on live TV for everyone to watch. Yes. Yeah,
0: and the fact that the finale is a bunch of fireworks from yeah. Iron Man suits exploding. Yeah. Like, how did you, what did, What was the thought? What, did no one stop at some point and be like, wait a minute, I feel like this could have been better if we just, cha- I, this movie's coming out in May, it's not gonna sell the Christmas audience, what can we do to change this to make it a little more timely? I mean, to be fair, this movie made all the money when it, it came did. out. It did, I don't know why, I'm very, I Avengers. mean, th- yeah, which is, I was thinking about this Avengers. just now, so, uh, I kind of want to go into just, we've just been not focusing on this movie very much so i'm going to do that again for a moment here (laughs) um it's interesting because right now as as we record this uh black panther is making all the money for a number of different reasons it's a movie that because of the kind of movie it is a lot of people have been waiting to see a movie like this that really you know is a full big budget uh, blockbuster starring you know people of color on like a that platform you know in, in this blockbuster form with this marvel studios branding and everything and the fact that this is like you know black panther is that movie and you know all, but it's re- it's basically just making all the money like it's just it's it's tearing through box office and it's fascinating to me that i think marvel may have seriously missed an opportunity to keep this juggernaut rolling hardcore right after avengers because this iron man 3 made a ton of money and the, the the reason for that as far as anybody can tell is because it came out right after avengers and tony stark was huge and iron man's huge at this time and Rocking also, also the marketing
1: was manipulative yeah. and why sure sure the made.
0: marketing's great but like i don't think that was necessarily what like brought people in because then it continued to make money after people knew what the movie was it it lied to me it did lie to you and that's why it didn't get more money from you (laughs) Um, I mean I did see it twice well there you go (laughs) Um, I liked it why even say anything you act Um, but no like so then you had this movie and then Thor the Dark World (laughs) immediately followed this movie I'm not sure about that I'm pretty sure it did not make a whole lot of money I'm checking on the box
1: office statistics for the MCU. The yeah, because right I'm
0: guessing. I'm not sure of this. Because then Guardians of the Galaxy came out after that, and that that did pretty well. Um, Winter Soldier did not do all that great. I mean, it did fine. It, did it, fine. It, it it did a lot better than the first Captain America. Like it improved, I believe. Um, and then Age of Ultron did not do quite as well as they were kind of hoping. Like I feel like the fact that they followed. Because the thing is, like *Guardians of the Galaxy* did well, that's kind of an, an anomaly because of the fact that that is not immediately apparent that it's part of this, the rest of this universe. And so I, I feel like they they kind of missed a beat here by not immediately following up with their heaviest hitters. And obviously, you can't as a movie studio we see all the time at movie studios just generally, yep. Yeah. So I've got the I'm on Box Office Mojo, mm-hmm.
1: and I've got the the listings for adjusted for ticket price inflation. Iron Man 3 is number three on the list. Yeah. Avengers and Age of Ultron are, yes. are
0: one and two. Yes. And then Civil War is four. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that I feel like they really stalled out. Because, like, they started to... So Guardians of the Galaxy was separate and is not really... Well, also, just worldwide, unadjusted, it's still
1: number three. Yeah. It made 1.2 billion. Yeah. Um, but Guardians of the Galaxy is not... Can, I, can is I have a little not...
0: slice of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm i like the movie <laughs> disney trucks Cha-ching. um no gardens galaxy is kind of separate from the general mcu run you know it, like like the until obviously infinity war coming out and that's going to bring it together and people will finally see that but like i think that it's not immediately apparent to a lot of people they there you know the same general universe yeah. and everything um but as far as yeah like the earth-based i guess uh mcu runs here I feel like they really stalled out their box office because they, when they finally hit Winter Soldier, which proceeded to uh, add into Civil War yeah. being like the next Captain America movie as well as Civil War just having a lot of the Avengers boost and whatever. yeah, um, the, I, And then like the fact that I feel like they were finally getting back to where it was like, all right, we're, we're making some really good movies here. And then Age of Ultron came out. And even though we'll, we'll see how we feel about Age of Ultron uh, when we get there. For the most part, I think that that harmed the general, you know, feeling about it as well. Just that that was not quite as well received and didn't make quite as much money as maybe they wanted it to make. Um, and it's still been amazing, but like.
1: I'm sorry it didn't make 1.5 yeah, billion. Yeah. It made 1.4 <laughs> billion.
0: Wrecked. Um, failure. <laughs> It's, it's interesting and I feel like now they just finally with this rest guys don't
1: realize that .1 billion was all the money Disney was making the rest went to Robert Towney Jr.
0: <laughs> oh what a terrible deal who had that happen yeah um, I I think it's interesting just because I think they haven't started just, Terrence Howard just watching next time baby <laughs> oh no um, but, but overall I, I think until like kind of they stabilized with with Ant-Man and that was fine. Um we'll talk about that. Obviously am we're now talking about movies that we adjusted haven't adjusted for
1: yet. inflation. Ant-Man is the second lowest. Yeah. But that's again Incredible Hulk is the lowest.
0: I think Ant-Man is a sign that it was kind of like at an all-time low as far as like
1: And that was still half a billion.
0: Just, yeah. Yeah. But they just been very inconsistent. You know kind Ant-Man of, kind of across made the board. half a billion then, dollars. Like they finally hit the yep. Ant Man. You're correct, but I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to, to point to that a larger should thing be
1: here. the worst the... movie ever made.
0: <laughs> okay, but my point. Ant Man. <laughs> no, but like actually, I th- he's a guy
1: who's dressed a little bit like an ant. <laughs> <laughs> That's my review of Ant Man, so, by the way.
0: Okay, so <laughs> Tyler Tyler's gonna be flying solo during that episode. No, no, I'm just gonna yeah. record that. I'm gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna take that out of this podcast and <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the review. Yeah. And <laughs> then I'm gonna say we're both gonna be like A minus. <laughs> no. Um, no, but but really, like I think they missed a beat with phase two. I honestly, like I honestly think that there were a lot of misfires here where they could have continued to propel and really just like make everyone else go crazy with how much they did. It it really wasn't until this recent run that I think they've hit such a level of success that it's like every single one of these movies is actually really yeah. firing on all cylinders and really you know. A good creative output, um, which is really interesting to see, because we were thinking after Avengers, we were kind of like, yeah, it's gonna be great from here on out. We're not gonna run into any more like plateaus or anything. But then we watched this, and we were kind of thinking about it, and I was kind of thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't quite the quite as successful as I thought it would be. Like, it still was very much a franchise built on the characters and having the audience care about the characters above all else, because the movies are not necessarily like knock him out of the park great every single time yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> do we want to talk
1: about the comedy i know we've already talked about that a little bit but i feel like we kind
0: of addressed it well we
1: haven't really addressed john favreau the the john favreau of True. It all um i really like that they have him in the movie yes but i don't know what he's he's doing here yes Specifically because Okay, so he's the head of security at Stark mm-hmm. And he starts eyeballing The the Aldrich Killian's like right hand dude And he's like, I don't like this, none of this yeah. feels right Then he just decides on his own To track these guys yeah, there's Without
0: not, permission from anyone There's not a conversation with Like, uh, Pepper To be I like, mean, he oh ta- hey, I don't I mean, trust he, that guy he, he, You should go follow I mean, him I mean, he
1: talks to Tony and says, I'm going to follow him but yeah. to, But it's not at
0: Tony's request Yeah so then he just follows him. And then he gets blown up,
1: and then he's just gone for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I I don't know. It it felt very strange. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> there were a lot of moments in the movie where it's just like I feel like there's a better way to do this. Exactly. Not not this this necessarily. It's like a plot hole or anything. It's just it feels clunky.
0: Yes. Um, same same thing with the suits being trapped.
1: Yeah. I mean, I. That's one thing people pointed out as a plot hole Back when the movie came mm-hmm. out and I'm like, dude, listen to the dialogue They say there's rubble
0: covering You can say whether or not it's a dumb plot point but it, it kind of is But it is addressed Yes. Which is, is the, the frustrating thing about this movie It's like, they covered all their paces they, they, you know, everything is pretty Everything makes sense Everything works for the most part It just yeah. doesn't work particularly well um, It works fine Depends on the what we're talking about. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, with with John Favreau, there's there's just very weird jokes. Like he's he's obsessed with the badges. He's walking yeah. around badge, 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 and then um, there's actually a very funny part where where uh, Pepper's talking to him. And he's like, and she's like, yeah, You yeah, you become head of security. That's the perfect job for you. But since you've started, we've had three hundred percent increase in complaints. Mm-hmm. And He's like, thank you. <laughs> what? Uh, clearly somebody's trying to hide something. Yeah. I don't know. The movie, like, it's trying to dabble a bit in heavier themes and stuff with yes. all the political stuff. And Tony suffering from PTSD and trying to come to grips with yeah. whether or not it's him or the suit. Like, that's which pretty, one's the real Iron Man? That's, that's but pretty, then there's constant, like, gags
0: and stuff. There's a pretty terrifying scene where Tony has... Uh, PTSD like while he's asleep like he he has like an attack and then like he wakes up to the Iron Man suit like threatening Pepper because he tried to like put a hand on him and like yeah it's like oh okay and then we kind of just ride back into not caring about that yeah I it sets up his character pretty well going forward it sets him up for Age of Ultron and everything beyond that as far as the kind of obsessive personality he has and, and what he's trying to I don't know the, the, his. It sets him up well It's a good character thing for him But I feel like the movie itself Does not present the arc in a very great fashion
1: I feel like it would have been great If it had been pretty serious And then Harley shows up And that's kind of our bright spot yep. Where it's Like that's that's where the funny mm-hmm. stuff comes in mm-hmm. I don't know And I'm
0: not saying this movie needs to be dark and dour It's not, it's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, I just think it's going way too much the other way yep. ultimately it really does i mean this is kind of what i was saying earlier it really does feel very forgettable because it doesn't want to to punch into some of those darker themes yeah but it also isn't like super entertaining i would argue i mean it's it's fine well i do like the action set pieces yeah i i mixed bag yeah i i do like the uh the airplane. Sequence. I like I that as fun. a concept. I, I just, I, for some, I don't know if it's how it's shot or what. I just don't feel into it. I just think it's a cool moment because it's it's a moment of like, oh, hey, by the way, this guy's still a superhero. Yeah. You know? No, like I said, I like it as a concept. Yeah. But I'm just, um, I'm just, for some reason, I, I'm thinking about it as like,
1: what if I saw this in IMAX as a huge IMAX yeah. experience like a Mission Impossible type thing yeah. and I
0: I I I don't... There's not a ton of like thrust to it. Yeah.
1: It's just sort of like cool. Yeah. It was neat, I guess. I like how it's mostly practical like the like there's they actually like dropped
0: people yep. and like it it looks good. Yeah. This um, this movie most of the time when I really like something about it the best I can say is, "Oh, hey, that's really neat." <laughs> and that's that might be the, the most like <laughs> The worst thing I can... The the, the crux of the problem, my problem yeah. with it is that a lot of the times I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, that's really good. I'm like, okay. I don't know.
1: Got, I got a heartbeat. All right. Yeah, um, um,
0: as far as the other action set pieces go.
1: I like the bit where the girl's chasing him with a shotgun and he's handcuffed and he, he blows up the building and, and she goes, oh, um, a cheap trick and a dirty one-liner, that's mm-hmm. all you got? And he's like, Lady, that could be the name of my autobiography. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. This is a neat little fight scene, I guess. But then like the end, there's there's like no stakes at all because yep. it's a bunch of nameless soldier guys with powers yep. for some
0: reason. Um And it should be a really quick, cool, like, oh hey, the suits are coming in. They yeah. you know, they save the day. And then like the suits come in and then we proceed to just follow our main characters around while they're background distracting when, when the, the, the... like four extremist people is <laughs> like when the best moment of that scene is
1: Don Cheadle like killing a couple people and saving the president yep like I don't I don't care about the other Iron Man yep. armor stuff going yep. on and then there's like no weight at all when Pepper dies, and Tony's like. Well, there fighting. is
0: because uh, there is for like I feel like that scene. It's like oh, like and and he turns around and he's really like you know about to like murder this guy, and he's yeah. But then but then the fight between him and Aldrich just goes on and on, and then like And it's not very the, creative. The suit returns, but then gets blown up on a on a little pylon yeah and then he puts it on aldrich and aldrich blows up i'm probably it's probably aldrich i don't remember it's aldrich okay well there right. there we go cool um <laughs> the, it blows him up and like it just it and then like tony has some quips in there after pepper just theoretically died and like he his reaction to that shot of her falling is like yeah. really and like pow- you're like oh god like did she, did they just and i remember in the theater i remember being like oh oh snap did that just are, are we going there and then like they get to the bottom and she shows back up and then like he has a quip. he's like I got, I got nothing yeah I don't know it's this very... movie can't get out of it's own way <laughs> it can't just do something it, is that is that your quote on the poster yes the movie just can't get out of it's own way every second it's just constantly doing something else and I'm like stop it one thing do a thing make me care about a thing I don't know that's fair
1: I'm not sure if I want to say this movie is kind of ugly. But for some reason, like, when I think about it, I don't think the movie looks particularly good. Yeah. I don't know if
0: it's, like, the color grade. Which is not or... to say that, like, all of these, all the other movies that we've watched well, have been amazing. No, but...
1: well, well, now we're starting to enter into the stuff where I, I... I didn't talk about this that much during First Avenger, but now we're entering the movies... All the Marvel movies that are shot on digital. Yep. And I think... At least for me, I mm-hmm. notice... That, and mm-hmm. how the color grading is not all that great mm. for those. Um, and I I know it's easier to shoot on digital because that just yeah. handles the special effects yeah. better, but I feel like... I mean, in
0: general, we did talk a lot about in First Avenger, how the effects have a tendency to be pretty poor in that movie as well. Yeah, we talked about the effects, but not specifically yeah. how it was yeah. shot on digital.
1: Um, I think that's the movie where it's most distracting. Yes. But I feel like this through, like...
0: Well, because maybe all the it, way, up, maybe all the way up until like, it the to the Ragnarok, Rock,
1: I feel like, well, maybe not Guardians too. Yeah. but I feel like a lot of time the colors are it's like too well, that's desaturated Comparing like, that's, it to the you know, Avengers,
0: like the I wouldn't say the, the I would say it's probably better shot than the Avengers, but the Avengers is bright and pops yeah. and like you, you know,
1: like I've I've half a feeling that um when we get to Age of Ultron, my problem is going to be that it's too desaturated yep. and that a lot of it looks kind of gray. Yep.
0: That might be one of my even though my again, worst things about I think, Age of Ultron. I think it'll actually be better shot, just from what I remember of it. I'm pretty sure it, it yeah. overall is is a better done film, like from a cinematography yeah. perspective, yeah. than the Avengers was. Because the Avengers does feel like a very uh, TV ish movie, but its action scenes are spectacular. Yeah,
1: I don't know. And it's got that color.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why is because they they yeah. do, they aren't afraid. They're like these are superheroes, and we're going to make that happen. Yeah. um they're certainly not completely just washing everything out there it's not because they're like ashamed of the the, the i mean I'm, I'm saying this as like a, a little like i'm waiting for passive aggressive a, move, yeah moving at the dcu but that's true that is why the dcu is a lot more great out is because they're trying to emulate that kind of watchmen thing and you know they're they're trying to like not they're a little worried they're like i don't know we, it's the same thing with the with the fox movies and the uh the leather suits versus the yeah Actual superhero suits, Wait, we need, suits. we need people to take this 100% seriously. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's not what's happening here, which is why it's not as big of a deal for me. I'm not, I'm not like taken out and it, it doesn't come across necessarily that that's, yeah. you know, a, a thematic issue. It feels like they're just trying to be all, oh, we're, we're gonna do, you know, some, some, some nice modern color grading creative stuff. And it's like, just, you're fine. Just, we, we, you don't have to like, I don't
1: know. I, I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, when, when I'm just thinking of, like, movies to go back to, um, a lot of times I'll think about, well, how would the movie look? Because, I don't know, I, I for some reason, like, when I'm thinking about, like, rewatchability,
0: mm-hmm. that kind of comes into mind. Of Like, mm-hmm. does the movie look good? Yeah. Well, this movie does not have very much entertainment value, I would argue. Nah, I really yeah. just... There's not a lot of this watching this i mean i'm just comparing this to like i mean obviously the avengers far and away above this in terms of that um but as far as some of the other ones i mean like i would argue i i i feel like i would probably enjoy watching iron man 2 again more than i would this probably first avenger as well like i don't know uh we should probably talk about the score. Yeah. And then
1: we can uh we can close it out. Yeah. Uh the score is Fine. Th- the theme is very good. Yes. The score itself is just kind of generic throwaway whatever. Mm-hmm. But the theme itself and the, of course they don't they don't keep it through future movies. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> or start it. D- depending on your point of view. Yes. Um but yeah, it's it's really good. I I recommend everyone go and check it out. That's yep. all I've got.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do I want to just get into greats all right. I, I mean, guess, dude. Do, do we have anything else for this I feel like that we've covered. We just kind of like went back and forth over this movie. Yeah, twenty different ways i'm going c
1: plus okay um i think you're a bit harsher on it than i am
0: what did i give iron man two uh i'm trying to to grade this out c minus yeah
1: i i would rather watch this than iron man two, but that's just my my
0: i mean that and that's not my grading scale usually yeah it's not like oh would, would i rather watch it but like despite Mm. despite how many weird
1: um oh my despite the weird stuff that happens in this movie it somehow feels more focused and coherent than iron man 2 yeah
0: yeah um i'm gonna go see okay (sighs) that's fascinating so as as we stand right now you have given what is that uh Two, or uh sorry well i'll put it this way five of seven mcu movies so far in the c range five of the first seven mcu movies and i think i've done four of seven Yep. Yeah. so like man
1: although your grades have gotten
0: lower than mine you've given a couple movies a c minus yes. i have not yes but i've also gone higher so because i did on first avenger and avengers right both i was like oh hey this is yeah um that's, yeah, that, that really is interesting to kind of put that in perspective and see, like, looking at the movie, the fact that only... I mean, for me, there's only a few of these movies that are really, like, standing out as, like, oh, this is the thing that I really like. I mean, obviously, Avengers very much stood out. It really isn't a, a franchise that I think is better than the sum of its parts. It, it it's it's again, comes back to those characters and those throughlines and the fact that, like, everything stays consistent enough that they can tank a... Bleh movie, and they also never have a oh god, that was terrible movie. They just they 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 tread they coast it out and until they get that next boost from whatever comes next, at least until phase three. I think once you get to phase three, there's going to be movies that I'm like, these are all legitimately very good, but yeah,
1: fair enough. All right, where's my Disney check? <sighs> You got a C plus. That's a positive review. <laughs> it's a positive review. I would review mark that fresh on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Tomatoes.
1: Yep. <laughs> can I be a certified critic on Rotten Tomatoes just so I can, I, I I'll just, regardless of my opinion on a movie, I will give the exact opposite of whatever the consensus is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to be that guy. I'll do it. I want, I want to be a guy who does that and then just flips a coin every time, just like that's how I feel about it. Yeah, didn't even watch it. (laughs) It's not about what's right. It's about what's fair.
1: (laughs) We thought we could be decent critics (laughs) in an indecent time. The last Jedi's got the same chance that she did. 50-50. What <laughs> <laughs> What is that coming out? Is that sometime next month? I think it's the end of March when okay. it comes out on Blu-ray. That's that's the estimate. I don't think I feel it's been like officially
0: we're announced. Getting through these pretty quickly relative to maybe what I expected. Cause like by the time we get there, we Black Panther may not have come out by the time that we get to
1: We've still got like three months worth of movies here. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, like, I feel like... I'm, I'm curious if Black Panther will be out by that point. It shouldn't be, right? No. You wouldn't imagine, yeah. No. Interesting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if Thor Ragnarok will be out by that point. We'll see. True. True.
0: When did that come out? in November? Yeah. That was early November, though, right?
1: Yeah. We're
0: probably okay on the okay one.
1: Isn't Justice League already out? How is Thor not out yet? Because...
0: Because Justice League's <laughs> just there. Justice League was immediately like... Warner
1: Brothers, let's just go ahead and throw it out. We don't need to waste <laughs> any more marketing money on Warner this. Brothers is like, I'm, I'm so sorry. You, I don't know how that got in there. Let's just... You can, you can pull that out. Oh, right? by the way, here's a deleted scene with the black suit so we can just piss off everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. I thought the point of us doing the Wonder Woman Justice League special was to kind of get all that out of our system. Apparently that's not the case. No for when you have us do the mcu that's true and that was kind of the point was to, to this is a very relevant time to be comparing all of these even though we did x-men is like how did we do x-men like right away and then not do the dcu and the mcu until now
1: <laughs> i think it's because of the x-men movies like we already had most of them like there was like there were like a couple movies but we already had like eight Mm -hmm. or so like the X-Men franchise was pretty well developed as opposed to the Marvel movies which still kind of an ongoing yeah because I guess
0: when did we start this podcast two years ago two years ago almost yeah so like we're old yeah because it is 2016 and then like I I guess Age of Ultron no that was 2015 yeah yeah, so that would have been, like, right after, not long after Ant-Man, right? Right. That we started this. Right. So I guess, I guess pretty much all of, like, the most, I mean, Phase 3 is definitely, I would argue, the most, like, yeah. creatively mature of yeah. well, the plus, 3
1: so far. Well, with the DCEU movies, obviously, we had. That's true. We had three movies. Yep. At that point. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm actually no we had two no we had two movies (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, because we had to wait on suicide squad that's right that's right nobody watched suicide squad i mean actually a lot of people watch suicide squad yeah why (laughs) do i get another
0: disney check for that yeah you do oh good it's mine now oh good (laughs) i shouldn't have said anything (laughs) Uh, you can find us online at Here at blockspot.com. We
1: have to do Thor the Dark World next week! Ah,
0: oh, God. You can find us through email at Here at gmail.com. I don't want it! You can find <laughs> us on Twitter at hctsequels You can find us, uh, uh. places. We're on iTunes and YouTube. You just search and Here come the Sequels. It's probably something I'm missing.
1: Like and subscribe. <laughs> Give us that good old five star review on iTunes, and get your own Disney check. That's not true. You don't get checks. No, Disney no check. you don't get any more Disney checks. I shouldn't say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, thanks. For Are you excited for Thor: The part? Dark World? I'm not. I'm, cu- I'm, I'm curious. I'm not. I don't want it. I'm very curious to watch. Which is funny because I actually watched kind of recently, and I was like, "That's not as bad as I remembered it." <laughs>
0: But still, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch that movie ever again. I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to argue, while we're watching it, I'm going to argue literally every point you have against it. I'm going to be like, well, actually, uh, it's fine because this. And I
1: recognize my, my hatred. It's not It's not really a hatred anymore. I so mean, I might, I might
0: end up being like, this is terrible. My, That's my, very, very, My impossible. indifference
1: towards that movie is... is...
0: To, the, to the best of my knowledge, I have not seen that movie since it came out in theaters. So, keep that, take that as you will.
1: That's the one Marvel movie where, as I was watching it in the theater, I was like, this is not very good. (laughs) Like, I saw it with my sister, and I was like, do you remember the first Thor movie and how we actually liked that? And then we went and watched the first
0: Thor after it. Which is interesting because of our experience watching Thor (laughs) from the podcast just now. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: The times, they are a-changing.
0: All right. All in all... Art is subjective Nothing is real